Welcome to the Ambitious Leader Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss things that will make you more effective at work by focusing on your personal development. The host of this show is Dennis Fredericks, and we're ready to go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Ambitious Leader Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to inspire you and to share ideas with you that could help you as an ambitious leader to reach more in an easier way. And today we're going to talk about the impact that you can make with your appearance. There is that saying, you never get a second chance to make your first impression. And that has a lot to do with your appearance, the way you look, your smile, your posture, but also your clothes, your hairstyle, even the bag that you carry with you or the pen that you write with. We already covered some of those elements a few weeks back in the episode around body language and nonverbal communication. Now, today we're going to look at the other elements of your appearance. Let's call them the more outer elements of your appearance. And I will not talk about that subject alone. I invited a guest to join us. And the guest is Veronique Hooks. She's an expert in communication. And then I mean communication in the broadest sense of the word. Because you already start to communicate from the very first moment that someone lays an eye on you. Even if that is the moment when you turn your car into a parking space when you drive up in the parking lot of a new potential customer or a new potential employer. So welcome Veronique and thank you for joining us today. Thanks. Thanks. Well, first of all, Dennis, thank you for this podcast. I always say there's a, yeah, only one constant in life and that is change. So I'm very glad to like be out of my comfort zone today to do this podcast. When you show me how to do this stuff, well, that's good because then I'm really inventing myself and uh, being part of my tomorrow. So this is good. And this is what ambitious leaders do out of the comfort zone and change, reinventing myself. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um, well, if we dive a bit into the, the subject, um, yeah. then first I'm going to give you an introduction about uh, how we met. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were introduced now several years ago, actually, by our accountants to each other, because we, uh, for our administration, we use the same office. And in the office, uh, our accountant, he thought from, well, it's a good idea that you two get to know each other. And we did. We made an appointment. Uh, we had a nice talk with each other. Yes. And the funny fact about that one was, uh, for me, it was all very new. I was just starting in my business, but you already had your experience. You were in it uh, a bit longer. And so I was talking about all my ideas and all the things that I wanted to uh, to create there. But my first impression at that moment was absolutely not that strong. <laughs> because afterwards you shared with me that at that moment you really had the idea of, okay, good ideas, but hmm, <laughs> is that the guy who is going to create it? Mm, I'm not sure of it. So yeah, yeah I had to learn. I'm, I'm very glad to be here because if I'm here, you made it. And I'm, I'm really happy about that, that uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you're busy with your, you're a good entrepreneur and it shows. So this is good. Yeah. At yeah, first, yeah. I was, yeah, I was not so convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Good. So a first impression is important, but yes, it can change. It, <laughs> it can change. Of course it can, because you showed uh, several times that you are really a good uh, entrepreneur and I want to have a match with other good entrepreneurs. It's good for my image and my reputation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is why we do this podcast now today together. Okay. <laughs> because I believe in what you are doing. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much for the compliments. <laughs> and I also had the opportunity to, to see you at work uh, because at a certain moment we, uh, we did a bit of an exchange. I did yeah. something for you. You did something for me. And you made a small analysis about my own communication, about how all the, the different levels of communication were in line with each other. So the, the message I was giving into the world with my appearance, was it in line or not? Yeah. And well, I have and your to say, yeah. <laughs> you change glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that the thing I remember most of that small analysis was your very strong eye for detail. You made me aware of a few things that I never thought about. So I think it's that's, that's how I look good. at you. I'm, I'm really glad with this exchange because, uh, the chair you sit on is the most difficult to to put in another place. So we all have blind spots and we need to help each other out of uh, to see what's going on. And if we are in one line with the complete communication that we are giving. So this, this was a nice exchange. Mm -hmm. You opened my eyes for other blind spots of mine. So this is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's help each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's that's how I see you. Um, is there something that you want to to add to it? So that can be the, no, the first it, question, it can, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's really reinforcing the impact of people. That's what I do. That's what I train people to do. Mm -hmm. Like, are you saying the same words in what you're showing than what you're saying? So I was doing a training in a HR company, a payroll services, and uh, over there we were talking about this, this impact. And uh, a certain moment, everybody got like five minutes with me in person, one on one coaching. This was really nice. Mm -hmm. And somebody came to me and it was a, a nice lady, a nice woman. And she had like blonde, long hair and she had put it. Oh, my ears are coming out of my, <laughs> I'm plugging out. So her hair was like this, uh, besides her, her head. And she was wearing desigual clothing. And she was also having, she had like red little sandals with a little button on the side mm -hmm. and different kind of earrings on each uh, ear. And so I was looking at somebody who looked for me very creative. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, I really have a problem because when I go to my clients who are not in my company, but outside of my company, another company, I always have to stay longer when I'm like doing all the calculations than my friends are, than my colleagues are. How come? And I'm like, yes, but I see a creative per person and not somebody who is counting like three, three, um, how do you say that? Three, um, numbers after the zero that are correct. Mm -hmm. So it, you don't look like somebody who's really good with, with numbers. Mm -hmm. You just look like somebody who's complete creative. Yeah. So she said, now today I learned something about my blind spot. I really have first to gain the trust of the person where I'm working with. Mm -hmm. And after that, I can do like, I'm, I can wear whatever I want. So she was wearing the next day already. She was wearing, um, 
not not a costume or something, but something nice, but more straight, not so colorful mm -hmm. that looked like, yeah, it could convince the other to trust her. So if you really want to have a good communication, you have to be like clear. It has to be clear and understandable. It has to be continuous in time and consistent in what you say, where, do, etc. Mm -hmm. So to highlight aspects of yourself and um, yeah, your message and deliver, always talk about visible proof. You have to deliver to people visible proof of what you are giving them, your service. Yeah. yeah. So this is what a little story to show yeah, you. Yeah. I'm doing and you do that as a as a trainer a personal coach and as a keynote speaker yes i do this uh, yes what you say uh, it depends sometimes it's like just like 60 minutes and i talk for a, a crowd of people mm -hmm. and sometimes it's really a one-on-one -on -one in co one coaching mm -hmm. and then we go much deeper into the, the personal things of that person what they really need and we look up is it the clothing maybe it's something else maybe it's the gesture or maybe is the voice or the tone of the voice, or we look at the complete aspects of everything that can reinforce your impact. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what I do. Okay, okay, cool. And um, well, if I remember correctly, then you you come from a totally different background. So mm -hmm. how did you come to this communication yes. thing? Nice question. Nice question. Then is I was like 18 and I was looking what what am I going to study? I love people. I love to work with people, but I really didn't know what to do. And my parents said you have to study on university. So I went to the university and first of all I did like pharmacy, but I was not really convinced it was because my friends studied pharmacy. That was not my thing. But then I said like physical therapy, that's what I need. I want to move with people. I want to motivate people and to go with them to a certain target. So I studied that and I was really happy when I was studying. Afterwards, I did like a medical sales. So I was also convincing people, getting a lot of training myself, role playing, etc. Mm -hmm. And uh, at a certain point, I wanted more. I wanted to move people, to motivate them more and to um, help them get the, the strengths that they have uh, outside to help them communicate. So I jumped and I, I did what I do now, communication training. At first it was like image coaching, mm -hmm. but then I grow myself. Uh, everybody's growing while mm -hmm. giving other people training. And now I do the, the complete bunch of communication training. Something Sometimes it's like um, being more successful in your network. And sometimes it's more focused on your personal brand or it's more focused on your mindset mm -hmm. or how do you come across when you're walking, working with customers. So all these kind of stuff in communication is what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is there a, a personal experience or a personal conviction around it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny when I'm going to talk about this one. I was very young and I was going to the scouts mm -hmm. and uh, my father was like uh, watching for my reputation because I had to go to the Dams, the Dams van het Christelijk Onderwijs. It's a mm -hmm. very known school where, um, yeah, the reputation was very good. So uh, he was always watching what I was wearing when I went out, etc. And at a certain point, uh, point, the scouts asked me to go like a punker, a punk people. Uh, you, we had to mm -hmm. wear like uh, clothes that are like uh, black and with colors, fluo, and um, put my hair with soap 
uh, on my head mm -hmm. and make it also colorful. And it was just a game. But my father, he went over there and he uh, opened the dictionary and it looked like punk. Do you know what it means? It means that when you show yourself like this, you're not um, according with, with society and you're just resisting from, from all the rest. And I don't want it. I want my child to grow up uh, not in a contradiction or saying, no, I don't want it, but mm -hmm. I'm doing everything for her image and her reputation. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it's like I was raised like this, like, look what are other people thinking. And it's not that you only have to be uh, doing that because that's not uh, how it has to work either. Mm -hmm. But it's good to see both aspects. Who am I? How do I want the world to see me? Mm -hmm. And am I communicating accordingly? That's accordingly. So it's, it's good to be aware. And then you do whatever you want. Of course, you don't have to get the approval of everybody but if it works for you and it mm -hmm. makes your life easier why not doing this mm -hmm. why mm -hmm. not think about what am i wearing and is this what i mm -hmm. stand for is this my strategy yeah. and then i say wow good yeah. if you just wear whatever you want i don't know it's good on your sunday but maybe not if you're in business yeah. i don't know just yeah. work for yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's yeah. probably also the reason behind your the name of your company, the brand New Impact. Yeah, that it is the visual thing that is also part of your marketing. Yeah, I believe that you have to reinvent yourself. And I was like, okay, what are my keywords? What what do I stand for? And I want to be seen like somebody who delivers quality. So I choose to wear quality to have handbags of a certain quality mm -hmm. and uh, to, to, to really deliver quality in all aspects of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing, if you will say like our company is busy with sustainability, what do you do to make this real, to deliver visual proof with what car do you drive or do you go with a, with your bicycle to your job or um, what do you do with your trash? So it has to be walk your talk and that is what yeah what's it what's it all about it's like delivering visual proof yeah yeah okay now if i if i can be the uh yeah, the advocate here the devil's yeah, advocate <laughs> um, then probably we all have seen one or two from those movies or uh, youtube videos where uh, homeless people get a makeover and a nice yeah. haircut and then suddenly they they have more chances on a good job or a decent job um and that's totally in line with the things that you say from people create a certain idea around that, that visual proof or around that image that they get from you. Yes. Um, but it isn't really the visual proof because their situation has not yet been changed. So how do you look at that? Yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah, two ways to, to look at this. But if I put like something red on my nose, I just feel also in the inside as a clown. Mm -hmm. So, um, if I'm wearing my high heels, I feel more, more empowered. So, um, the outside things work also on my mindset. So mm -hmm. it works both ways. First of all, the, what you said that uh, homeless people, when he gets like a new chance with a new haircut, we did that, by the way, with Daisy um, Lynch, we, we, we did this. Mm. So we, um, yeah, we, we got an, a haircut and clothing and the guy got his job. So 
he's not homeless anymore. So this is so great. Um, because of, of, of the eyes of people, they trust him more. And we've seen the same thing on YouTube with a little kid that asks for uh, something to eat. And first of all, she was very nice dressed. And the second time, she was not really nice dressed. And may even she, she had another smell. And people reacted differently. So, yeah, we create opportunities for ourselves if we are very conscious of our choice, mm-hmm. how we look. Mm-hmm. And I think this is very important. And even my own mindset changes if mm-hmm. I wear something else. And we can feel that. If you sit like this, and I'm, I say to myself, yes, I can. I don't feel like it because mm-hmm. my body says no. Mm-hmm. But when I'm going like in a power move, I'm like, yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Then my body is talking to my mind. And thank you, Amy Cuddy, for making this very clear on TEDx. So please watch her. Mm-hmm. She's very great. The, the body, it's a little bit like the, the egg and the chicken, what was first. So the body talks to the mind and the mind talks to the body. So this is both ways and not only in your own mind, mm-hmm. your body is also communicating to other people to gain trust or not. Mm-hmm. So I think this is more an answer of your question. Am I right? Okay. Well, no, it is indeed an answer. Eh? And, and especially like you say, with uh, the, the red nose of a clown, then you feel yes. yourself more like a clown. So you can act better like a clown. Um, at the same time, I think there's also that, that outer uh, judgment. Um, like, for example, if we see someone in a suit, we think yeah. he's more successful than if we see someone in a, in a baggy sweater. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I think it's still a bit strange because yeah, the, the person itself can be. And we shouldn't, but it is like it is. Our brain is made to have a prejudgment. We, we look, look at people. Do we want to work together? Don't we want to work together? And it's, it's already in our brain. So mm-hmm. if you have like a yes before the person has already spoken, it's much easier for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you you were talking about um, first impressions and impressions to to have, and I see a lot of IT guys and they are in companies, mm-hmm. and then uh, normally they can wear whatever they want. They don't care and they go they, they look at the first T-shirt that's in the closet and mm-hmm. they put it on because they say they have to take me as I am, and somewhere I understand what they are saying. And on the other hand, I have the company that says yes. We are um, hiring from an, another company, uh, an IT guy, mm-hmm. and he comes in with his backpack, his, his white socks and his sandals, and then one of our customers is coming in, and this guy, we pay him like 1,000 Euro, euros, but he doesn't look like a guy who, who we pay like 1,000 euros, so it's not good for our customer to see this. Mm-hmm. We are a little bit, um, how do you say that? Um, how do you say that again? We we, that, we are he, like yeah, yeah he's paid too much or shy, we're yeah. shy and we say like whoa, what is he doing here? It's not part of us. Yeah. So I think it's also about respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your smell, your uh, yeah hygiene, everything around. And sometimes people call me for that. Mm-hmm. We have somebody who smells bad. We've somebody who's got not a lot of hygiene and please can you explain to them that it's necessary to do something about this Mm -hmm. so it's also a kind of showing respect to the customer you go to to your uh, colleague Mm -hmm. to be like a little bit Mm -hmm. nice dressed and yeah yeah Yeah. 
Yeah, well, um, and at the same time, there are some some role models, some influential people who try to change it. And I think uh, yeah. immediately at Richard Branson, for example, who cuts off the ties. Um, yeah. yeah, nice example. It, it doesn't have. To, yeah, this is good because it doesn't have to mean that everybody has to wear a suit. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I think also um, at, uh, about Steve Jobs, who was like wearing always his jeans and, and something black here above. Mm -hmm. And um, he was saying, this is my choice because my accessories are like my iPhone, my iPad. So it was a strategic choice. And this is good. If you think about it and it works for you, just please go on. Mm -hmm. And if it is a jeans, put on your jeans. If it are sneakers, please put on your sneakers. Just think about what am I wearing and is this helping me towards my goals or, or is this not helping me toward my goals? Mm -hmm. So that's the only answer. There's no good or, or wrong. There's only does it help you? Okay, go for it. Yeah. Why the way how you express it now makes me think of one of my my teachers when I was in, uh, in oh, middle, yeah? middle school. Um, okay. It was a teacher of French, so perhaps it also has something to do with that. But the, the guy was always very nice dressed, um, always wearing a suit. And he, he really had the expression that he said from for every occasion, there is the right clothing. And when he was teaching, he was always standing in front of the classroom in his suit. Yeah. But when we went to uh, to the woods or something with the class, uh, then suddenly he appeared in a totally different outfit. Yeah. And and sometimes that was nice even example. yeah, it's a very nice example. It it made a big impression on all of us. Uh, Good. I think he he taught us more about that yeah that appearance and that being in line with the situation. Then he actually yeah. taught us fr French, but <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> But a life lesson it That's was. A bit so. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> yeah. but okay, it's it's a good life lesson. Indeed. I think we are all diamonds and we have like different facets. Mm -hmm. And the question is which part of you do do you want to show at that moment? Mm -hmm. Which part helps you towards your goals? Again, I'm there with my goals. It's your ambition and how do you want to be seen? And the the people who are the most flexible in adapting this, mm -hmm. they are very good for tomorrow because tomorrow everything will change and we have to be like flexible. Yeah. So show different facets of yourself, please. Yeah. yeah. And how authentic are you then? Because you can change yourself or adapt yourself because you're, then you're not really changing, but then you're, you're more fitting into the context. Um, but are you still authentic for yourself then? Yes, we need to be authentic. But if I'm like the sporty me, mm -hmm. it's the sporty me. And it's another facet. If it's like the, the really business me, it, it's still me. So I'm not asking people to change who they are because they are who they are. Mm -hmm. But just adapting a little bit so that other people perceive you like that. And that's that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's enough what i'm answering now <laughs> yeah, yeah it, is, green, it is yeah yeah I, i'm just i'm just thinking because yes. uh you also mentioned the uh the it guy and the respect to the to the yeah. to the customer and so on uh -huh. um 
and especially with IT guys, I always find it funny if you're in a company and uh, the norm is to wear a suit and then suddenly you see someone in t-shirt and jeans and then, then you can you can really uh, place money on it that you say, for me, that's the IT guy, I think. And then, yeah, probably it is. But uh, if you believe that he's an IT guy, then it's already good because you believe, you trust in what he's going to deliver you. So this is good. And then it's a kind of respect to adapt to what the other people are wearing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, now that, that's a very interesting one that you say. From it's it's a respect yeah. to adapt to the other people. Um, but who should the adapt? The workers, for example. Well, I think that if I have a customer, I adapt to my customer. So if I have a bunch of 18-year-olds sitting in front of me, I'm eventually giving my training my jeans why not because i want to fit in mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i can't stand out because it's still my clothing it's not their clothing i'm not going to wear jeans with with holes in it because that's not me mm -hmm. but i can adapt and wear my jeans and it's my jeans and that's the the, the difficulty people say wow i have to adapt and i have to um do things that are not really authentic and that's not true stay mm -hmm. yourself please but adapt just a little bit that you fit in again and yeah. that the people trust you. The lady, the human resource lady, she didn't buy something new at all. She said, oh, now I have the choice tomorrow morning in my closet to take something that helps me more tomorrow in my job. Mm -hmm. And it works. Mm -hmm. I had somebody else, and this is also nice to say, and it was in uh, Michelin, <laughs> uh, and in um, she was always always wearing like black suits mm -hmm. with um, a white collar, and she said everybody's afraid of me, and she was like very, mm -hmm. um, yeah, how do you say that, uh, impactful mm -hmm. when she was there. So mm -hmm. it's I I could not reinforce her impact. She had a little bit to soften up. Mm -hmm. And that's also impact. So mm -hmm. it's not only like be more powerful. She had to show some more vulnerability. She had to show more who she really was. She's a really empathic lady. Yeah. But because of the color she was wearing and the straight jacket, she didn't sh show like that. So people were afraid of her. Mm -hmm. And then she said to me, Veronique, that's the first time in my life that somebody points really at this blind spot that I have a choice, mm -hmm. but I don't want to change my choice. And I said, if you don't want to change your choice, then that you don't get another result. So that's your choice to have that result. Yeah. And she said, yes, thank you. But now it's clear to me. Yeah. So this is what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. When if you explain it like that, then it is indeed very directly linked to the result that you want to achieve. Yeah. Um, and that you then have just have the choice to, yeah, to, to choose the path. Huh? How am I going to achieve that goal? Is it the hard way or is it the, the more smoother way by a bit adapting my own style or my own appearance? Yeah. Um, can you also fool people? Yeah. <laughs> I hear a lot and every time I write it down, I, I talked about Amy Cuddy before, mm -hmm. fake it till you become it. And every time they correct it and they say, no, the expression is fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. For me, it's not fake it till you make it. But sometimes we do stuff, we go out of our comfort zone and suddenly you're like talking for 80 people and you didn't do that before and you're nervous. 
and your mindset says, I can't, I can't, but you have a great message to get across. So um, if I convince myself that I did it already a hundred times and I repeat it to myself, I did it already a hundred times, mm -hmm. then I'm faking it till I'm making it because finally I will have done it like a hundred times. Mm -hmm. So I love that one. And um, for me, it works really good and it works also very good for my coaches to think that you're already there just because you have something to say and you get your message across and uh, other people are acting on it. So this is very good. It's, mm -hmm. This works. And um, if you go to the sports world, everybody's doing that there. Uh, you don't do the Olympics and you don't say, oh, I'm going to win, but you've never convinced yourself that you can't do it. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. So sportsmen do like in their head or in real time, they do this exercise, they do the, 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 the how do you say that, the, the, the roads, mm -hmm. they do it several times and they see in their heads, they see how they are winning. They have to have that winner mentality, the mindset of a winner, mm -hmm. and then they can do it for the first time and, and, and doing it like they did it before. Yeah. There was somebody uh, on on the journal uh, last, uh, last week mm -hmm. and they were like doing a cooking, uh, how do you say that again? A cooking wedstrijd. Help me out, please. Uh, a game. Yeah, a cooking. Yeah, it's not a game. It's really for sure. <laughs> and he did it 14 times. 14 times he cooked everything. Mm -hmm. The the first meal, the, the main dish and mm -hmm. the dessert in the same spot he had, he will do, he, he was going to do it for the, the game, the really, yeah, yeah. the real stuff. The competition so there. 14 times. So please see yourself already there. Fake it till you become it. And then you feel more comfortable. And then your mindset goes with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did this podcast already 100 times in my head, but it's the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it is, of course, a very thin line there. Uh, and you can say, indeed, uh, fake it till you become it. Um, and then really exaggerate or really going into a completely different area that it's not you anymore and that you indicate even a lifestyle yeah. which isn't yours and so on. Um, and the thing you're saying now, and that's also the thing that I'm saying to my clients, is you have to be convinced about yourself and you have to be convinced about your your success. And as long as that success is not yet achieved, then indeed it is a bit fake, but on the other hand, it isn't because you really strongly believe in it. You're not, mm -hmm. you're not fooling anybody. It's just that you want to to reach out for something. Yes, people feel that in an instant if you are exaggerating or if you are really authentic. Mm -hmm. And if you are nervous, uh, okay, just yeah, go with the flow. That's that's everybody's nervous in front of 300 people or if you talk in another language. Mm -hmm. So just get your message across. That's yeah. the most important thing and bring it because you feel it. It's your passion and you have the experience. So please share because we, we need to inspire each other mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to be stronger, yeah. all individuals and all together. Yeah. yeah. And now we're talking about authenticity. Um, perhaps we can shift that also a little bit because uh, a few weeks back I was listening to another podcast and they were also talking about authenticity and they came up with a, a new word for it uh, oh. because they said from yeah, everybody is authentic in his own way 
but it's not really about being authentic but it's much more about being transparent about yourself so how is your transparency and are you really showing yourself there and if yeah. i if i this take nice. that if i take that into <laughs> into our conversation here yeah. then i think that the you can be very transparent about who you are and what you want to achieve but yeah. then there's just that that layer around it which is your your hairstyle your clothes your appearance um that you can choose on how you are still transparent but how is it perceived by the by the other person yes yeah that's true but if you are talking about transparency and transmission because you 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 give an image of yourself and i'm convinced that even though when i'm in a professional context context that they uh, believe what what i deliver uh, but if you talk to my friends you see the same veronique hooks so i'm not that different i'm still uh, a little bit crazy i, I love to have fun i love uh, humor i love uh, to to be inspirational uh, and and so on and i'm still the same one only i can wear like funny clothes if i want to i i don't do it but if i want to i can wear funny clothes with my friends uh, for sure when i go like to studio 54 or something like this but i'm choosing not to wear that clothing when i go to my business um, trainings mm -hmm. for example mm -hmm. so there I, I just adapt and I'm looking with their eyes and it's only not only my clothes I'm only I also thought about which car am I going to to use you mm -hmm. to use mm -hmm. um, with with which pencil am I writing or with with what what do I have with me do I take an, a computer do I take a Mac um, what are the tools I'm working with because that also is talking for me if I want to be visionary, I need to have like that, like that visionary look. Mm -hmm. um, I have to be inspired by other people and, and, and really think about what are my keywords, what do I stand for, and how do I get that message across without talking, just yeah. by showing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice one. It's a game. The same. It's again the same. The same thing. It's like uh, in a. I was working in a for a, a company with food mm -hmm. and they said to me please the account managers their car is really dirty because the kids are sitting in there and it's full mm -hmm. of better food cooking cooks how do you say that better food co better food cookies yeah. so uh they said please please tell them that their car has their car has to be clean because sometimes customers go in mm -hmm. and it's a part of the company Every time you meet somebody, uh, that person is representing a company. Mm -hmm. You have somebody of one company on the on the phone, and it's like you talk to that company. Mm -hmm. You don't say, "Yeah, uh, a person of that company said that to me." No, you said that company did this or that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that message is is very important to take that with you yeah. that you are part of your company and what do you want to deliver yeah, yeah. Visual, visual proof and is it that in general we as a society that we take that visual proof as too certain or too too much of a value well 
when we go like many years um, back in time, we knew each other. We were working with people and, and colleagues and clients and we all knew them by heart because everybody stayed like 30 years in one company. You all, you all knew the people in your village. Everybody knew each other. And now we are working across and we don't see our customers on daily basis. Even some customers we never see because they are, we see them by internet or we have an internet connection or a mailing connection or a phone connection. So the moment you see them, please pay attention. What's the background, for example, when you do like this Skype interview? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, what are the pictures that you show on your LinkedIn profile? Does this gain, do you gain trust with this picture? I see sometimes people who use a picture and it's like a, a picture when they were on holiday with their partner in their arms and then they cut the partner and then I'm like, this is so strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you gain trust with everything you show about yourself? This is the complete communication, not only uh, in real time, mm-hmm. but also, uh, yeah, online. And that's from the perspective of uh, of you as a sender, right? the, the one who is showing the picture, the one who is uh, yeah. making that impression. Um, but if you look at it from the, the perspective of the receiver, so the one who is yes. looking at the picture, the yeah. one who is... Um, what, what would be an advice there? Can can we really value those pictures? Or, yeah. or is it, it that we so somewhere... Strange. Yeah, in every training I show like four men and four women and then I ask, please tell me who's better in this or in this. Mm-hmm. And then you always see like the same numbers popping up and then I give them like um, uh, jobs. Mm-hmm. I give them number of jobs and it depends which training I give in which company. Mm-hmm. And then they show like, they, they tell me uh, the carpenter, that's the first one, for example. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, they're looking at the clothes, they're looking at the attitude, at the energy, at uh, everything uh, to, to, to get some evidence. So mm-hmm. this is how it works, to look at evidence. Is, is the other people very good in this? Do we trust him if we give him the job or not? Mm-hmm. Do you want to work together? So this is how it works. This is our brain. Even if we say, oh, we can't make prejudgment, prejudgments, yes. we do so. And then we have like psychologists who are going to ask questions to really get the best of people out. But the first impression is always there. We are going to choose the person that fits in to the qualities of the job we need and stands out at the same time. And this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then help people to fit in and to stand out. Mm-hmm. And can it also be too much that, that your first impression is so strong that, for example, someone or a potential customer yeah. or something uh, yeah. that, that is a bit scared and says, from, oh, but this guy or that, that lady, yes. she's too strong. I, I cannot work with her. I cannot afford her. Although yes. that's perhaps not the case. Yeah, strong is a possibility, but we can work a little bit on, on body language if, if she makes too strong impression and she's too dominant. But strong in the sense of, I had that once uh, with one woman and she was, first of all, very beautiful. She can beautiful. I love beautiful women. But she was so perfect in every way. Every nail, every uh, every detail was so perfect mm-hmm. that I was like, is she real? And if your uh, authentic feeling, your gut feeling says, whoa, um, she's more busy with her appearance than with her job, then it's not good either. It's always mm-hmm. like a balance we need to have. 
and you have to look with, with, with the eyes of other people. So ask feedback, feedback to, to feed you forward, to help you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is how it works. And can, can it also be applied to, for example, people who are going on a job interview? That they, that they present themselves in such a yeah. way that they don't fit anymore with the, the perception for the job? Yeah, it's, it's possible. Yeah. So for me, when I have people who go for a job interview, mm -hmm. I ask them, what clothes are you going to wear? P mm -hmm. Please bring your CV. Let me look at the CV. Mm -hmm. And then I ask them questions and I also ask, for the the job uh, where they, they were reading the job the, the how do you say that the advertency with saying Flemish and you say yeah, like yeah yeah the, the job description the job description thank yeah. you for this Dennis uh, the job description and I'm looking if everything is is fitting because sometimes people are like matching everything mm -hmm. so I look if if I feel like one line or not mm -hmm. yeah this mm -hmm. happens and yeah. they get a, a job quicker I had that once that mm -hmm. the person said yeah now it, it was clear to me why I always gotta know mm -hmm. so very mm -hmm. nice yeah that's yeah. why we do why I do my job <laughs> yeah indeed, indeed okay okay so if I if I summarize it a bit because we already yeah. talked about a lot of things um, then the most important thing that I heard was actually that it's all about fitting in and at the same time standing out Thank so you. that Good. that it is in line <laughs> <laughs> so that it is in line with the, uh, the the things that are expected from you or that are expected from the the job that you're going to do or that it is in line with your potential customer but still that you make the difference there yeah and in line for sure with yourself yeah yeah indeed indeed not only the perception of other people but mm -hmm certainly with yourself with who you are yeah. yes and, and if that so all if you is... make a conscious choice then i say good some yeah. people say i don't want to change good if you thought about it good yeah. yeah and if it fits with the the perceptions that that live around that um then it just becomes much more easy to to get that job or to to get that new client um because you yeah from from the first moment you're already in line with the expectations yeah. yeah, that's completely true. <laughs> okay, okay. Then I listened in a good way, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, to give some advice to the to the listeners, um, what would be your biggest suggestion that you could give to, for example, an ambitious leader? Yeah, often they think they know everything themselves. Mm -hmm. And a good leader should also know a lot of things by himself, but please ask other people. Don't be afraid to ask your colleagues about how do I come across? Am I, um, do, do you feel that it's authentic? Um, do you, do you see the same thing as what you hear from me? And open up a little bit for those blind spots. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to change something because that's as I started, there's only one constant and that is change. We are going to a bigger world where the network is much bigger and we have to make like a quick, good impression about who we are and to believe in ourselves. That's maybe the most precious thing. That's believe what you stand for and who you are and then it will come across. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And if we take it even one step further than that, yeah. um, because you say from ask for ask for feedback, ask for advice, yeah. is everybody able to give good advice on that appearance? No, because the people always think, no, I don't, I don't see it. But it's so strange. Somewhere they know it, but they don't can't point mm-hmm. to what convinces them that somebody is like dominant or I don't know which which word. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I come and I I see those things and I can give it to you because. Yeah. Um, I'm like neutral in a company mm-hmm. and so they asked me to come and, and look and watch what's happening. Uh, I go with them in a meeting or I take my camera and uh, I'll show you later what makes that people believe you, don't believe you, how you come across. Mm-hmm. So this is stuff where you can hire somebody or ask it to people you, you really uh, trust in your company. Mm-hmm. And from a different point of view, please, not only from one side. Not yeah. only the management team, but also people from the other other side, and often they don't dare to give like their opinion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in public. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Okay, okay. And to uh, to round it up a bit here, um, for yourself, what is the the one question that you love to answer, but that you almost don't ever get? Yeah, the, the question is, in my group, I always feel that there's like, oh, never judge a book by its cover. Uh, is that true? Yeah. And then I come again across like, yeah, this is so human. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank for now. I really don't have a, a real, real question, but I think that the people who are listening now, they are really good because they are open, opening themselves, their mind for what other people think about it. And now you are like, um, going into your own mind and looking like, wow, what, what is, what, what's in it for me here? And what can I take with me uh, at home? Mm-hmm. And then I say like, very good because, uh, the ones they are listening and they took time, their minds are really open and, uh, to, yeah, to, to change and this is what we have to do for tomorrow that is reinvent yourself rebrand yourself and make conscious choices choices that will make your life easier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so if somebody is struggling with achieving something and he or she thinks from hey it's there, there must be another way on how to achieve it then your suggestion is also to have a look at your own appearance and yeah. the, the way how others perceive you and that perhaps you can also gain a bit of eff- effectiveness in that one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. You can always contact me. Mm-hmm. Uh, LinkedIn, for example, is a possibility to make a connection. But please say something personal. Like uh, I've seen you of, of, or yeah, I, mean, I heard your podcast. And please, can we make a connection so I know where I know you from? Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go to my website. It's brandnewimpact.com. Mm-hmm. Easy to look for. We have some open trainings. You can invite me to your company or we can do a one-on-one coaching. That are all possibilities. And, uh, I'm wishing you, I'm wishing you a lot of success <laughs> and a lot of impact because I'm, I'm very sure that if everybody has the right impact, that we are like ready for tomorrow altogether. 
Mm-hmm. And if we can inspire each other, then it's like very good. <laughs> yeah. And with which questions should somebody come to you? If they yeah. are inspired now with uh, everything we talked about, um, yeah, when is the trigger or with which question should they have in their mind and then say from, I need to contact Veronique. Yeah, if you say like, wow, I want to reinforce my impact. I want to know how I come across and I want uh, somebody neutral to talk about this. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, please connect, connect with me, contact me. And then we work something out. Sometimes it's like making a, a traject. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do it in several times. Sometimes it's a one shot. So it depends who you are, what you want to do. And then we work something out together. I yeah. think it's the most important thing. Yes. Okay. If everything's in line, <laughs> if you have that question, is everything in line? Mm. And I want to make a stronger impact. I want my sales force to be more powerful and to be more efficient yeah please call me okay cool um well and i thank you very much for uh, being my guest here and to talk about those uh, very nice and interesting things thank you dennis for this podcast okay that was it for the interview it was a pre-recorded interview so i hope you enjoyed it that you got a lot of inspiration and ideas out of it and just listening to this podcast alone is not enough i encourage you strongly to take actions on it because only after listening to this podcast and taking some notes eventually perhaps even going through it again and then a applying it that is what makes this content really valuable because like always the devil is in the detail and it is only when you start to apply it to yourself that you really start to notice how difficult it can be from time to time and then probably some new questions will come up with those new questions like veronique already mentioned you can contact her to ask it or you can also join the ambitious leader facebook group It's a free Facebook group for every ambitious leader who wants to dive even deeper in the subjects that we discuss here during the podcast or the things that I write about in my blogs. You can come into contact with other ambitious leaders who also want to deepen out things. You can have a discussion around it. And I will make sure that Veronique is also present in that group. So the questions that you have around this topic, around this podcast, you can also address it to her in that group. And then she can directly uh, give a more personalized answer on it. If you have more general questions about your own effectiveness and about how to realize your ambitions, then please contact me because that is the work that I do. I offer in-depth one-on-one coachings for ambitious leaders who want to realize more in an easier way. So if you are struggling with the big how question, then I think it's very interesting for us to have a conversation. And with the big how question, I mean that it's clear for you what you want, that it's clear for you what your ambition is, but you are completely fully into it. You're in the middle of the game, in the middle of your private life, in the middle of your professional life. It all comes together. It all boils together. And you are just wrestling with that big how question from how can I realize everything that I want to realize? Well, that is a very interesting question and I love to have a conversation with you about that. 
then just go to the website www.thehappinessfactory.be forward slash eng in capital letters from English. Then you come on the English version, version of the site and there you will find all the information about how it is to work with me, all my contact information and you can even book a free clarity session so we can deep out things for you in person and discover what a cooperation between us could look like. That's all I have for this episode. Next week I will be back with a summary episode of this topic and then I will bring you the highlights in only 25% of the original time. So that's a good episode to have a recap or a refreshment of the input that we gave you today. The week after, I will be back with a new full show with a new topic that will help you to reach more in an easier way. So stay tuned and keep listening. See you soon. Bye. is made with royalty-free music of bensound.com.